You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Oberensi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Twisted Tuesday has begun, begun, begun. We've got a hell of a lot of stuff uh, going on, including live action as we speak uh, from the crypt, although there's always something going on at the crypt uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, Memphis and the Los Angeles Lakers, 93-88. We'll keep our eye on this. Pau Gasol had his number retired and placed next to the great Kobe Bryant uh, tonight. We'll see if the Lakers are able to uh, respond with a W against the Memphis Grizzlies, who, of course, are without John Morant. Pete Yiannopoulos will step up and in and kick it uh, with us. It's been too long since uh, Pete Yiannopoulos has been on the program with us. This is Sports Rage, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. Shane McNichol will join us from the Action Network, palestraback.com. Andrew McKinnis will bat leadoff from wagertalk.com tonight. Let's start off in the National Football League because I think that's justifiable considering everything that went down in the National Football League. So let's start off with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. Uh, reportedly met earlier in the day. They're meeting. Uh, they met in California. The Jets owner actually flew to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers and all the Jets executives and coaching staff. So this is becoming realer uh, by the moment uh, right now. It should be noted the Green Bay Packers only allowed Aaron Rodgers to discuss a potential trade with one team, and that's the New York Jets. So he, you know what I mean? He's meeting with the Jets right now. They get to know each other if they're on the same page. Then the Jets uh, make an offer to the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers looks like he actually will be a member of the New York Jets. Lamar Jackson gets franchise tagged, the non-exclusive franchise tag. So teams can make an offer to, uh, to Lamar Jackson. Any team is now free. You are not tampering. You can call Lamar Jackson and say, all right, we want to sign you. What is it going to take? What do you want exactly? What kind of contract are you looking for? And then the Baltimore Ravens have a chance to match that contract if they want. They get the right to match it. And um, if they don't match it and he, he accepts the deal with another team, uh, then the uh, Baltimore Ravens get two first-round picks from that aforementioned team. Now, if if nobody if nobody offers Lamar Jackson a contract, then he has to play for the Baltimore Ravens for $32 million. If they would have used the exclusive franchise tag, it would have been $45 million. Then, like, then it's like, all right, tag, you're it. You can't talk to anybody. You don't have a choice. You've got to play for us for $45 million. This was a This was a risk that the Baltimore Ravens took. I find it interesting that there are so many teams that reportedly aren't interested in Lamar Jackson suddenly. Can you say the C word? Collusion? 
They didn't like the Deshaun Watson deal. All right? And I think they're thinking just because Cleveland are stupid, we're not. That anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi, the fifth, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. It's the Twisted Tuesday. Welcome to the show, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, SoCal in the house. We got a full house on the program this evening. Shane McNichol will join us from the Action Network. Pete Yiannopoulos, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen, RDS television analyst, will join us. We'll talk NBA basketball with uh, Pete. Always a pleasure talking with Pete. Pete's been a longtime contributor and regular guest on the program, but hasn't been on. Uh, I don't know, in about a month or something like that. So, Pete Annapolis kicks it with us tonight. There's a hell of a lot of stuff to break down in the National Basketball Association. Normally, we wouldn't talk so much about what's going on in the media, but there is ramifications. And uh, last week, of course, Kendrick Perkins said that Nikolai Jokic is nothing but a stat patter and should be called out for not winning championships. And it seemed like a strange... A strange battle. It seemed like a strange, you know, hill to die on. Um, Yet he decided to sort of double down on this. And honestly, I think anybody that was paying attention last week can sort of get why is Jokic so praised that he was getting that basically because Jokic is uh, is white. And then it exploded today with J.J. Redick, who basically called him out And said, you know, we all know what you're trying to get at uh, here. And, um, you know, Nikolai Jokic, for whatever, like, I don't It's amazing to me that Jokic just goes about his business. The dude never talks. It somehow has become a talking point uh, for for sports talk radio. Yet, it's kind of a... um, it seems like it's an ugly it's an ugly topic, it's an ugly just everything and really there are a million double standards and triple standards in sports. There are, right? It's one of those deals pick pick like the right battle. Not any battle. So we got a lot of stuff to unpack. Pau Gasol His number retired, placed next to the great Kobe Bryant. An emotional night at the crypt. A lot of stuff to unpack. Gonzaga kills St. Mary's. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci.
Twisted Tuesday. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pits, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustle, and everybody else in between. Man, we've got a lot of stuff to break down. We've got college basketball going on, uh, NBA basketball, the World Baseball Classic has begun. Cuba and the Netherlands going at it right now in Taiwan. It was Franchise Tag Day today in the National Football League. People are getting paid. Everybody's getting paid uh, except for Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens placed the non-exclusive um, franchise tag on him. So if nobody offers him a deal, he's on the hook now for $32 million instead of 45 that the just the, the regular franchise tag would play. And I find it pretty ridiculous right now. It's amazing. You know, like It's crazy how quickly, how quickly all these reports have come out from around the league, um, from, from around the league of teams that don't want him. And it's like, what, you, you, you just literally found out. You literally found out like half an hour ago type of deal, 20 minutes ago, that Lamar Jackson is available. And it was like an automatic, well, and we can go through the list here before we bring Andrew McKinnis in here. Diana Rossini reports, the Atlanta Falcons will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson. Uh, our boy Vinny Bonsignor in Vegas. If you're wondering if the Raiders will be involved in Lamar Jackson, the answer is very unlikely. Um, Joe Pearson covers the uh, Joe Person covers the uh, the Panthers. Panthers are not expected to be in a Jackson market per league sources. Um, I can go on and on here with with different teams. So it's like, yeah, why? Like, why wouldn't you? Like, what you don't want to win? The Carolina Panthers beg Carson Wentz to be their quarterback. The car, look, look at the losers the Carolina Panthers have paid to be their quarterback. But they don't want to pay? The Atlanta Falcons? Like what? Like, seriously. Like why wouldn't the Atlanta Falcons, like if I'm, if I'm the Atlanta Falcons, if I was the Atlanta Falcons, I'd already have the damn offer already made. That is if you care about winning. Well, you're going to go with Desmond Ritter instead, right? All these NFL owners don't give a crap about winning. That's like the big little thing, the dirty secret. They don't care about winning. They're already winning by owning the NFL team and making hundreds of millions of dollars. If they, if you got to pay Lamar, that just cuts into their, you know, it's like, nah, I don't want to do this. Why? Right? Why would I want to do this? And, you know, we're seeing right now, I think someone will make an offer, and it won't be what Lamar thought it was going to be or what he would hope it would be. He's only 26 years old. There'll be a lot of questions uh, you have to ask yourself. I think there's just like a clear-cut collusion going on here where these owners, they don't like the deal. And they're trying to send a message that the player without an agent doesn't call the shots. I think there's a lot going on here. But I'm telling you what, don't think if you're the Baltimore Ravens you've won anything because I don't think you'll even show up for $32 million. Let's bring in Andrew McKinnis right now, wagertalk.com, who's a Green Bay Packer fan. And Aaron Rodgers is meeting with the New York Jets in a very strange situation. In which this is sort of like being married and telling, you know, you're getting, you know, listen, I'm going to go out. I might leave you. I'm going to go negotiate. I'm going to see how it goes with this girl tonight. But if it doesn't go well, I'm going to come back because I got nowhere else to go. And I live in a nice big house and I have a lot of money here. So I'll be back. But I don't really love you. But I'll be back. This whole thing is just sort, sort of like, yeah, whatever. Remember when Aaron Rodgers said last week, if you're sick of it, just don't pay attention to it. I don't want to. But here it is, and it looks like it's happening. McKinnis, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? Do you want Aaron Rodgers gone? Are you tired of it as a Green Bay Packer fan? Or are you on Aaron Rodgers' side and you think he can do no wrong? I feel frustrated, man. I would have had to have been hit in the head with a steel pipe uh, tonight to have been on Aaron Rodgers' side after all this stuff. I mean, look, this is a guy that just constantly contradicts himself. And that's just something that I don't like. If you have an opinion on something or you feel a certain way, stick to how you feel, but don't say one minute you're a team guy and then do all kinds of things that don't really represent being a team guy. And then say you don't really care about the money and then make it very clear. The money is something that's important to you. I don't know, Gabe. I just think that there's a lot of inconsistency here. I'm ready to move on as a Packers fan. And uh, I look forward to the future and seeing what they can do without him. Yeah, you know, I understand. I understand why the New York Jets are doing this. 
But I would also understand why, like the other side of which, okay, be careful what you wish for. Put it this way. Look at look at Russell Wilson. How did this work out for the Denver Broncos? Not very well. And Russell Wilson causes much less drama than Aaron Rodgers does. Number two, New York is not Green Bay. All right? Like, you could not have kissed Aaron Rodgers' ass any more than the media has and people in Green Bay have over the years. People in, in, in New York don't kiss your ass. They, they kick your ass. Um, and they'll turn on you. Like if, you know, he's such, he's so thin, like the pressure will be sky high and enormous immediately. He won't like any criticism. It'll be super fun to watch actually. Right. And I understand, listen, if I was the Jets, I, 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 I get it from their perspective. I really do. Only because you figure, all right, we don't, we're only going to be stuck with this for like two years. Like I would sort of only want a two year window here with this. So he can't change his mind every week, but I think the Green Bay Packers, they've had enough, and they, they want to move on now, right? With or without them, like the U2, with or without you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Gabe, am I being harsh by saying what I just said there either? Like, I don't really think I am being harsh. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's just, as a fan, it's just time to move on. It's time to see what's next. It's time to see who they're going to go to, um, what Jordan Love well, has to offer. Is, you haven't you know, won, too. Let, let me ask you, too. Exactly. How many times, bro? Like point. you're 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 a big fan. How many times has he not played well in a conference championship game over the last seven years? Like just do it off the top of my head. Kaepernick went in there and beat him. Eli Manning went into Green Bay and beat him. Went to San Francisco, lost again. Like you know, on and on and on. I couldn't score from the three yard level. It's yes. Matt Lafleur's fault. We didn't go for it. This is why they tried fault. a bunch of times. Didn't score. You guys didn't score. You, would, if you, you need to score again anyways. You, you needed two scores, right? That whole thing was overblown. It's like, yeah, we effing tried to score, Aaron, three times in a row. You didn't do it, all right? So we don't have a choice. We need to score again anyways or we don't win the game, right? Like like I said, like time and time and time and time again, look at over the last couple of years, man. They're 13-3 and three every year. The Packers are good. Like what's he running away from? Like, maybe if he played better in a conference championship game, they'd go to a Super Bowl. Gabe, I, I'm, I'm known as one of the biggest trolls of the Toronto Maple Leafs when my football team pretty much is the Maple Leafs. We pretty much are an outstanding football team. No, the Bills are team. the Leafs. The Bills During are the, the regular Leafs. season, yeah, that's probably true, I guess. But the Bills go past the first round, at least. I mean, this is... This is a Green Bay Packers team that looks like a different team from regular season to playoffs. But here's the thing as well. Like you said, you hit it right on the head. It is never Aaron Rodgers' fault, according to him. There's barely ever been a press conference where he showed up and said, I did not get the job done, right? I mean, I understand quarterbacks can be frustrated with their receivers. And I don't, I think you and I will definitely agree that, I mean, he's obviously talented. He's obviously, he's I got an unbelievable arm, incredibly accurate. But wait till he gets on the Jets. Wait till he hits a receiver in the hands, Gabe, and he drops that pass. And you see the reaction. I mean, if there was a team chemistry rating yeah, for well, Aaron Rodgers over the past two, three years, it would be very, very low. That guy does not lift his wait team until- up. Wait until he, yeah, another thing is, hey, Aaron, you're not playing the Chicago Bears. You're not, you're, you're not going to be the Bills' daddy. <laughs> you're, not, you're not playing the Detroit Lions. Like, look at, like, the division that he's played in over the years. It's like, okay, sure. Sure, let's see how this goes. The late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am RNC. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? 
You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. The late night Agamax request says his portrait. I am Gable Morenzi. Andrew McKinnison uh, joining us uh, right now. World Baseball Classic has begun. And uh, we've got uh, way too much money on this game. So far, whatever, I don't know. It is what it is. I'm on the Netherlands plus a run and a half. And it's 1-1, but I'm also on the over eight. And it's crazy because Cuba had the bases loaded in the first inning. And it was like, oh, boy, this is... Uh, this, this is, you know, this is going to be, like, this could be a route, like, and then they the Netherlands got out of it. The Netherlands have a very good team, actually. Like, if you see their lineup, you'd be like, this guy's Dutch, this guy's the Netherlands, but don't forget, um, the Netherlands and Curaçao are the same thing. So, um, they're loaded. They have a pretty good team. They're pitching, whatever, their pitching is battling right now. Like I said, it's 1-1 in the bottom of the fourth, WBC. We're looking forward to uh, this entire tournament, and uh, we're looking forward. We're going to be in Phoenix. Um, we'll be in Phoenix for some of these uh, some of these games this weekend and over the weekend. So we're, we're fired up for this. We've got our action in. USA and Japan, I think, will face off in the final. Andrew McKinnon is with us. I want to get into some hockey picks, XFL picks, uh, and more. The Lakers are up 110. Oh, they're, they're pulling away with this right now. It's 112-103 one, uh, with 30 seconds remaining. They are going to win on Gasol night, which is, is nice because he's a class act. And that's game, set, match. 112-103. One, one, uh, Memphis are in tap-out mode. 112-103. One, one, oh, uh, you know what? I hate how it's like the, it's the end. Of, nobody will shoot at the end of these games. <laughs> I don't understand that, like... I never understand the losing team, McKinnis, not shooting at the end. I, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're losing by 17, but you'll see, like, there's, like, 20 seconds left, and teams losing a game by 15 or something. It's like, dude, just shoot the damn ball. The game's not over, right? Like, the game's not over. Like, I would shoot, I, you know, me, I would shoot it. Like, in the last 30 seconds, everybody just let the ball bounce around and stuff. Yeah. Right. When I played, if you were the team winning, you were taught, and I had some coaches that were very strict about it. Like, you'd run lines the next day if you were up and you shot it. But there were never any rules put in place that if you were losing not to shoot it. I mean, I don't know. Try try and, you know, cut the deficit. Get your stats up. I don't know. I don't know you're the why losing is this? team. In football, you can still score if you're up. They're just conceding, like, I, I guess. They're calling hockey. a game. Like, I don't know. It's just the whole... Yeah. Well, as Gabe, speaking of hockey, actually, I mean, speaking of hockey, tonight I had the over six and a half San Jose and Colorado game, and that game finishes six nothing Colorado. And now lately, I've been looking at overs instead of laying these really chalky puck lines because when I see a puck line of like minus one forty, one forty five, I think to myself, I need this team to score at least three or four anyway. And if that happens, I can count on the bad team to get me at least one or two. I needed one goal from the San Jose Sharks to get me over. And I'll tell you what, both these teams, I mean, speaking of just giving up at the end, both these teams just stopped playing hockey uh, in the third period. It was very frustrating for me because the exact opposite thing happened to me when I had the under in the Maple Leafs game today against the Devils under six and a half and had five goals scored in the third period, man. 
So that's the kind of night that I've had. But I wish the Sharks uh, kept scoring because you said they do it in hockey. I'll tell you what, the Sharks definitely didn't do it tonight because we had three goals in the first, three goals in the second, and a whopping zero in the third period. Rough night, man, as far as NHL goals. It's going to happen when you bet every night. And trust me, I, I murdered it last night. I bet big units tonight. And... This hasn't, it, 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 it was one of those nights, man. I had a total uh, Cleveland State and um, a Northern Kentucky 125. They get to 124. Uh, it was like, one, it was one of those nights. Like, I've lost, I think, four or five basketball totals with pretty big unit plays. Literally by missed free throw, missed shot at the end. I sort of tried to shake it off, but I'm like, damn, man, it's kind of the third time this happened in the last two hours. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> deals. It's starting to add up, and the anger is starting to build. Oh, yeah. I haven't looked at the account just because I'm getting frustrated uh, by a lot here. And I'm looking right now, and suddenly, man, I'm like, oh, my God, where's all the money gone? <laughs> <laughs> well, the craziest thing is, you know what's crazy, Gabe? The exact same result happens. If the game I had a big bet on tonight ends two nothing, the exact same result, I lose. But yet it, it it grinds my gears that much more that one team scores six goals and I can't get over six and a half. But whether it finishes with six goals or finishes with one goal, it's really the same result. But uh, you know, I respect you for how transparent you are, and I pride myself on being like that as well. Uh, all kinds of people that bet act like they win ninety percent of the time, and I don't think that's right. Um, so, you know, I just like to show my frustration sometimes because we're all human. Yeah, no, it is. It is It is what it is. Like I said, you're never going to win every night, right? You're not going to have good luck every night. And people always cry about the, the bad luck more than the good luck. They don't bring up, hey, hey did, did you win by half a point? Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Did, did, did you win? And speaking of which, McKinnis, we're talking about bad bad breaks with with, with basketball. The basketball sitting next to me just fell off the, the set on its own. Wasn't touching it or anything. So the balls the balls balls not bouncing in our in our in our way tonight. There it is. All right, let's go. Sometimes I wish I was shooting in somebody's set of somebody's losers. <laughs> I put my money on the line. Sometimes not, though. Sometimes not. So speaking of which, we're on Weber State plus six points against Montana State. And we've got this game over 128. So we're just talking about bad beats and bad luck tonight. We've got Weber State plus six. They're down right now 42-40. Uh, they're, they're plus three and a half. And the in-game total is 125 and a half. So, in other words, Andrew, this game, my bet is totally up in the air, bro, still. You know what I mean? <laughs> Either one could happen here. I might win. I might lose both. I could lose both. I could win both. I could split. Who knows? I do have um, a big parlay to close out here. I need Long Beach to beat Cal Poly slow. And uh, right now, they're up a five spot. This game's a little bit higher scoring than I think people thought it was going to be. It's uh, 40 to 35 at the half. Uh, right now, and uh, what did you and, have? Just, with Weber State, Gabe. Weber State was the pregame. It was uh, plus six. Okay, I was gonna see if I should jump in now, but I don't know if I'm getting. I'm getting plus four and a half now. I guess that's only two points off, or a point. You know, I already have Utah Tech. That's what I'm sweating out. It's my last bet of the night. The Utah Tech game. People like the. Um... Utah Tech, people like the over this game, but it was a high number. I brought it up earlier about you need a clean ride, man, when you get a total like that, especially between, like, bad teams. But I would say now, if I'm looking for an in-game, let's see what kind of in-game number we can get with the Utah Tech Tech and uh, SFA total. But... I would say that Cal Poly slow and Long Beach continues to be this uh, high-scoring game. Even though the closing number was 136.5, it's 145.5 right now. I think they will go over that number. And what can we get with this Utah Tech game right now? Because that was 150.5. 140. Yeah, I'm seeing 139.5, yeah, now. I was hoping this WBC for a, game, man, I mean, like, how many balls could have could have gone out? They've just died. I've seen, like, two balls I thought were homers. I have over seven and a half. Yeah, I think we're both in trouble as far as our total <laughs> is concerned. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe we get lucky. Oh, 
Well, that's just not meant to be. Maybe, maybe, maybe we, maybe, maybe we get lucky. Got a problem with this basketball right now. Basketball's causing me problems today, on and off the uh, betting and not betting. It's a sign, man. You got to go shoot some hoops. The ball wants you to use it. No, I think it's a sign saying don't bet bad. Stop betting basketball tonight. You keep losing <laughs> at this ball. Like I can't. You know, what I mean, the ball fell off. I pick it up. I dropped it. It just rolled away. Like I've turned it over a couple of times, yeah, man. I've turned it over. I'm a little rattled. I'm not rattled, but I'm like, yeah, I want. I'm, I'm right now. I'd like to find a big play on the way out here. To be honest. Well, you let me know, and I'll hop on board. I'm. I'm in the same boat as you, man. I've had a bad day betting, and I had a basketball stolen from me at the YMCA. So I'm ready for this day to be over. Really? See, <laughs> you had been a basketball this. problem yourself, see? <laughs> Something weird. But, but and, we, and if I find that guy tomorrow, I'll tell you, with how, with how tonight went. Who steals a basketball? Clearly someone that had a lot worse of a ball than I have. Or a head. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, it's quite the day. Losing your bats, you get someone steals your basketball. I, I, I get it, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get back on track here. Just looking for the right spot. I need this to happen organically. We can't uh, we can't force it. But Utah Tech and Stephen F. Austin, we're going to the half here at thirty-one twenty-eight right now. It's forty-two forty for Montana State over Weber State. And um, we're on plus six and over 128 and a half. The in-game total is 126 and a half right now. So I think we might be able to get there. Cal Poly slow in Long Beach. That total was one. Uh, holy crap. They just bumped it to 149 and a half here. Holy. They just moved it. It was 146 and a half. And they said, no, no. And this was at the half. They said, no, no, we're moving this thing. Up to, I thought it was light at 146 and a half. All right, McKinnis, take a look at the XFL. See if McKinnis likes any of the XFL. We'll take a look at the overnight uh, NHL. We'll get you caught up to date with all the overnight college basketball numbers for the morning. And we're going to find a Hail Mary bailout special in the late night hours here. You know you got problems when you're betting big money on a UTech second half game, basketball game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen Gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Sitting on some old dude's lap. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Classes at Sports Rage. 1 1 Cuba, Netherlands. Cuba have a runner on second base right now after a nice uh, stolen base. It's funny when you see Cuba, they, they have the same color of the Cubs, too. They got the C, so it sort of looks like the Cubs, but it's not the Cubs. It's Cuba. Um, fun game going on. Nice to have this. Now, you know, the stands aren't full because they're in Taiwan and it's Cuba versus the Netherlands. Um, but 
the atmosphere already, you know, the atmosphere is pretty cool. Like I said earlier, every time there's a pop fly, though, the crowd's like, ooh, ah. And uh, they think everything is going to be hit deep. But this stuff is going to be lit once it really starts to get going, actually, with Chinese Taipei. And for the record, we like Chinese Taipei, actually. And McKinnis, you bet um, you were you got into the KBO. But you turned it. You turned your back on it. Remember, I, I remember this now. Yes, you yes. Turned you, but I'll definitely. Yeah. I'll, I'll be your, involved. I'll be involved during, with this one hundred percent. During the pandemic yeah, and stuff, McKinnis, yeah. Mister KBO, and he's doing KBO podcasts and stuff. But then, as soon as as soon as baseball was back, you turned your back on Korea. <laughs> hey, I was I was dedicated to it. I told people I'm putting in time. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm telling you right now, if I'm gonna do a podcast about it, you were like one of those uh, one of those articles in the old days. Slept with the local girls and then just used them and then left after. <laughs> Said, ah, I'm going back to America now, baby. <laughs> I pretty much told them, hey, this is the only sport I have to work with here. You know, I didn't have anything else to work with, but. Uh, I put in my time. I'll be betting this tournament. Uh, low volume to start, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. And my future bet for it, Gabe, uh, is Dominican Republic. Um, I'm not down with the Dominican Republic. My future bet is Japan and the USA. I Listen, Japan, I like Japan because they're plus 290. It's like plus 280, whatever, now, whatever, it's bouncing around. But um, I like their path to get to the final. The USA and the Dominican Republic have to play each other, right, to get to the final, in the semifinal. So right there, that's just a toss-up. You know what I'm saying? There's no lock that the Dominican Republic's going to beat the United States. Um, not to mention, I think Venezuela could beat the Dominican Republic. Like, Venezuela are freaking good, too. So if you look at the group, the Dominican Republic have the toughest group, right? They, they just do. I mean, they're playing against Venezuela and Puerto Rico. Both of which they could, any one of those three teams could beat each other on any given day. Even though, if you want to play 162 games, sure, Dominican or deeper, but in, in, in a round robin type of you know format, anything can happen. And to me as well, there's not one team that's been hit harder than the Dominicans have been. One of their big strengths was their pitching. I know they're deep offensively, but Luis Castillo not pitching, Framber Valdez not pitching. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was their first baseman. Now he's out. Start, that starts hurts. to add up. Yeah, it starts to add up. The, you know what I mean? And, and I think the U.S. is being underlooked. The, I mean, the USA are the defending champions. And I think they, they want to keep it this way. Well, I Japan, got my future written before that Japan, happened, actually. Japan have, um, Japan have you, Darvish, and they have Shohei Otani. Like so, Tony's going to be pitching. Darvish is going to be pitching. Like their 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 pitching is second to none. Their fundamentals are second to none. They're deep as hell. Um, they've got like the last three MVPs of the Japanese league on the team. Like the last three years combined, type thing. Like they're Japan's ready to ball. Like I said, they've got a clear cut path to get to the final. So I personally think the USA will beat Japan in the final. That's what I'm sort of, that's my pre-tournament prediction. But if I bet, I already have Japan and I get USA at plus 260. You have them both. And then you can, you know, I could bet on whoever I want to win the title game. And either way, I'm going to make money. Well, here's what I just took out of what you just said there, Gabe, is that uh, this tournament is a lot deeper than a lot of people are saying. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's not just one or two teams uh, in this tournament. I mean, of course, the, no. we know who the favorites are and stuff like that. But there's lots of talent out there. And I heard you saying, like, just write out your intro before I hopped on with you on the show, that people are kind of going to scratch their head and be like, oh, yeah, that guy plays for that team. That guy plays over there. People don't realize kind of I feel like who's coming from where and who's playing on what team. It's going to be competitive. Um, I'm, I'm looking for just teams that are well-rounded. And, and I will say, I locked this future in like many weeks ago. Um, would like to have some of those guys out there uh, for Dominican Republic, but you're right. It is a very, very competitive division for them, but I'm looking forward to the tournament. Dude, the, the, the Venezuelan team is freaking loaded. <laughs> like, no one's talking about them. Everyone talks about all the, these, these other teams. So Ronald Acuna Jr., Jose Altuve, Luis Ares, Miguel Cabrera, Robinson Chineros, Jonathan Daza, Eduardo Escobar, Andres Jimenez, Omar uh, Navarez, David Peralta, Salvador Perez, Luis Ferringfo, uh, uh, Miguel Rojas, 
uh, Eugene, uh, Eugenio Suarez, Glabor Torres. Like, dude, like they're they're a loaded team. This team, like they're 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 going to be a load to deal with. Like I said, like and 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 in a single elimination, um, and in a single elimination game, and you know, not in in a round robin, anything can happen. <clears throat> not to mention, too, Puerto Rico are very deep too, but um, Venezuela. Or I think Venezuela are a good sort of long shot, actually, like fourteen to one. They played this. This is the fifth time, McKinnis. They played this tournament four times. Japan have won twice. The Dominican Republic have won, and the United States won the last one. So this is pretty big. You know what I mean? Like if Japan can say, "Yeah, we've won three of five of these things. Like we're the best in the world." The U.S. wants to say, no, 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 no. Like, we're the defending champs, and this is in America, and we're going to win the finals in America. USA is completely loaded and stacked. I'm fired up for this. This is a fun game right now, too. It's good baseball. Wish it, it really is. And, yeah, me too. I wish it had eight runs in it, uh, or nine uh, for both of us, Gabe. Uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it kind of gets you excited for baseball. I was already pumped up for the MLB season, and here we have a World Baseball Classic yeah, there's right no pitch in front block of us. Here. This is better. Uh, g- getting to see a showcase, and this is good old-fashioned baseball, and I know you love that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, seeing people represent their countries. And like you mentioned, I'm happy you said that as well as about uh, – there's not a lot of opportunities for mistakes, right? You don't get it. You don't get a bad game. You know what I mean? Like if your pitcher gets blown up, um, that's rough. You know, that hurts your team for that game. You don't get, you know, it's not a hundred and sixty well, Dominican games Republic to worry first about two here, games. Right? No, their first two games are against Venezuela and, and like Puerto Rico type thing. It's like, all right, well, if you lose them both, so you're out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can lose one game in this tournament, and you'll be, you know what I mean, the top two teams advance, right, from each group. So you can lose once and go two and one, three and one, four and one, or whatever, and beat some of the stiff teams. But like I said, the group that they're in is not a party. Like, so they have a bad opening day. Venezuela and Dominican Republic are the first ones up. And I think it's Venezuela then plays Puerto Rico. So, like, it's, it's tough for Venezuela, but also they're taking this thing head on right now. Like, boom, Venezuela go 2-0 and in that day. Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic are in a panic after. And this stuff, this crazy stuff can happen, bro. Gabe, I'm curious to see how deep some of these pitchers go. Like, if they're having a great game, smooth sailing. There's, you know there's I mean? limits. Like, there, there's, there's limits. 65 pitches in the opening round. Um, I mean, 65, 80, and 95. But even then, I mean... Do you think that teams are going to be very careful with that, or they're, they're going to push it right to as much as they can? Yeah, I think of Otani. Otani's going to pitch ninety-five pitches exactly, like if he's got a no-hitter going, or like, or uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're winning, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think some. I don't, but also I don't. Also, I don't think these man. I don't think these countries want to send back a bunch of mangled arms to big league teams. That's what I mean. Because it'll turn off the league, right? It'll be like, yeah, listen, you guys run our pitchers into the ground, man, in this thing. Like, you know? And they're not going to like that. And pitchers are pretty cautious anyways. But, no, there's there's a pitch count, McKinnis. So, you know, this is, listen, what's the difference if they're pitching here or in spring training? Oh, for sure. Right? I mean, Gabe, look, I, I know I'm guilty of turning every conversation into a hockey talk, but you and I complain about the Olympics or World Hockey Tournament. How the how are they doing this before the season starts, and I can't even get a, a, a you know an Olympic uh, games for hockey or a World Hockey Tournament? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, like you said, what's the difference between they did, spring training and this? It's ridiculous. They did, they did their own. Remember, they did their own stupid thing when they combined countries and stuff, and nobody cared, right? I don't. You know, it just it's not the same. I know we want to relive the past and stuff. Like, it used to be a big deal. Like, the Summit Series in 1972 was a big deal, right? The Canada Cup used to be a big deal because Russians weren't in the NHL, right? They weren't in the NHL. So it's like, well, let's see if we really are the best and play these, you know, play these commies over here, right? (laughs) Right. Play the communists and see what happens. Whatever. Now, who cares? Everyone's teammates, so it's like, all right, so what, we're going to split up and play some stupid tournament for our country that's not really our country. It's the NHLPA Cup or whatever. You know what I mean? Because we couldn't come to an agreement to go to the Olympics. People care when it's the Olympics. And the players care when it's the Olympics. Right? But the owners didn't want to do it, and that's always bothered me. Right? Like that, the 
The NHL players will play in the Olympics, you'll notice, when it's convenient for them. When it's in Vancouver, they'll do it. When it's in Salt Lake, they'll do it, right? But, well, you know, no, it's in Asia. It's like, no. A gold medal is a gold medal. I don't give a gold what country it's in. Imagine my grandfather. I want to go back and, oh, in my day, whatever. My grandfather freaking played in the Olympics. Hitler was at the game. <laughs> it was Germany in 1936. Now these pansies can't go on. Oh, the time zone difference is kind of a killer. It's like, I don't know. The Nazis were killers too, right? Like, they're the, they're the Olympics in Germany, and people played. Although one thing, McKinnis, and you can always tell people this, if money always comes up in an argument, when people say, uh, you know, in the old days they played for the love of the game and it wasn't about money. My grandfather told me in 1936 that a bunch of dudes didn't play and nearly didn't play because they demanded to get paid to play in the Olympics. <laughs> okay. In 1936. Right? <laughs> so, like, it's just funny that the athletes have always been the same. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like, Some things don't Yeah, change. like, even in 36, they were like, well... You know, the, the guys were asking, why would I go to Germany and, like, there's a war? Like, and, like I'm not getting paid for this, right? It was like one of those, even in 1936. <laughs> and the other thing was, I remember I was watching a game with him once, and someone hit someone over the head with a stick when I was a kid. And the announcer said, oh, in the old days, they respected each other, and they would never do that. And my grandfather laughed, and he said, we hit each other over the head with sticks all the time. He goes, there was no cameras. There was TV didn't exist. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it wasn't caught. That's there the was no TV. Yeah, there was yeah. no TV. I like your idea, Gabe, about the summer. That's grown on me. When you first told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, the what? Put the damn, idea put the hockey in the summer like, games. Solve was, all your problems. I was like, what? What is Gabe talking about? When yeah, you yeah. first said When that, do they play the like, Stanley Cup in the <laughs> summer? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, does the NBA? Does the, does the When's the NBA? Um, They're with it get played sport? outside? Yeah. No. Is it in an outdoor court or is it inside? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I apologize for dragging this about yeah, yeah, hockey, yeah, but uh, it just kind of, I look at this, I'm like, they're playing a world baseball classic before they're about to play, you know, that many games in the MLB. Come on. They, they used to play, used to be awesome, man. The Montreal Canadiens used to play the Red Army on New Year's Eve in the middle of the season. And it would be like, uh, it was for like world supremacy. It wasn't like, whoa, the game doesn't count because it doesn't count for our standings. Nobody gives a crap about your stupid standings. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Cuba with a runner on first, two out. Six hitting. They keep on getting guys on. One of these, uh, one of these innings, they're going to manufacture something. 
It's 1-1 right now in the, uh, the bottom of the sixth. World Baseball Classic Baseball. No pitch clock the way baseball was meant to be. Andrew McKinnis uh, with us. So, McKinnis, we cashed that ticket last week. And uh, for the record, uh, for the record, we just put in the plays. We took the two overs here, McKinnis. We took the over 130.5 in the Utah Tech-Stephen F. Austin game. And we took the over in Cal Poly slow Long Beach. And I hate to say it, but the Cal, you get a better number right now because I got 152.5 and, and down to 148.5 right now. And I got a big play on Long Beach. I got a big play on Long Beach money line. That, so that's why I sort of compensated with this total. And, of course, they stopped scoring because that's what kind of night it's been so far. But I do think the Utah Tech-Stephen F. Austin game will get over 130.5. It's going to get there, bro. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I've got, I mean, there's only a handful of games. You're getting 20 points of value, bro. It was 150 and a half. So, like, if it loses, whatever. Like, the odds makers were off, off. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a big difference. Big difference. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I've got, uh, there's three basketball games going on right now, and I have three basketball wagers. So, that's how we're doing tonight. I'll tell you, as soon as I took the over in one of these games, they missed every damn shot. Stupid lobbies. Come on. God, stress, stress. All right, you have overnight stuff. If you looked at the XFL, uh, what are you looking at here? What do you got for us on the way out, McKittis? Yeah, I'll start with uh, one of my favorite plays tomorrow in the NHL. It's a small slate, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, Detroit Red Wings. Um, we have this spot here. I mean, look, a lot of teams, they, they kind of play down to their competition when they play a team like the Blackhawks. Um, I like the team total over three and a half for the Red Wings. They're on a big losing streak right now. They're playing at home. Great chance for them to bounce back. Over three and a half team total for the Red Wings. And uh, give me the over in the Vipers game this week in the XFL. Vipers and Defenders. I like that pick. Andrew McKinnis. McKinnis picks on Twitter. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these. But did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.